how are we doing and welcome to episode 11 of the dedicated transform your body mind and life podcast this is actually the second time we're recording this one uh recorded yesterday a lot of messages came in a lot of questions came in so we just thought right we'd do it again from scratch uh, and add in the new bits since they were pretty common uh, and frequent questions so i've genuinely been looking forward to doing this one for a long time and any experienced coaches um, that, that follow us will completely get this. Now, disclaimer, it's going to piss some people off, uh, especially some coaches, especially some PTs, the shit ones, so I'm not really asked. Um, but more importantly, it will actually or should hopefully open a few people's eyes, whether they are some coaches and some PTs um, or clients. Um, it should give them a little bit of a nudge to question a few things and to demand more, um, a better result, a better service. So uh, we'll get the ball rolling. This is mainly about why my fitness pal is detrimental to your progression. I'm not saying you can't progress from it, but it is, it is the inferior product. And those who use it, or the majority of those who pawn it off to clients, um, we are going to be going into them as well. So first things first. A lot of lazy, uneducated trainers will use MyFitnessPal. Um, and the the first red flag here is that all they do, in case you weren't aware, is give you a calorie count based on some stats. They put it into the app, literally takes 20 seconds to do, and it pings out a number and some fats and some proteins and some carbs. Very generic, not specific at all. Um, now, what people need to realize is calories are basically a currency. And... Most people who go to a coach or a PT or who are on MyFitnessPal probably don't have the best relationship with food. That's pretty safe to say. And they're probably looking, they have some form of goal, whether it's body composition, getting stronger, whatever. Uh, realistically, it's probably going to be a body compositional goal, i.e. losing body fat. Now, giving someone a calorie count on MyFitnessPal is the same as giving a thousand pound to a broke gambler and telling him to spend it wisely if you're going to give someone 2,000 calories, even with some generic info on how to use it, they're not going to make the best choices. And unfortunately, the same PTs and coaches that give my fitness part to clients aren't experienced enough or qualified enough um, or have the balls to tell their clients straight, to teach them, to educate them. So it's not going to end well. Um, my fitness pal, you know, along with the coaches, they do not know the best food choices. They do not know the best timings. They do not know the most optimal ways of distributing calories around, uh, you know, training days uh, versus rest day. The foods are going to be different when to utilize certain foods, when people are stressed, when they're tired, when they're on cycle, deficits needs to be closed. Foods have to be moved around. Certain foods have to be taken out. If something's not being digested, um, you know, it, these are just factors that my fitness part cannot contribute to. Um, and the thing is, it's a free app. Anyone can get it. It literally takes 20 seconds to set up, to set up macros. And if it was that easy, everyone would be in great shape. One of the questions it asks you when it works out your calories are, well, is how active are you? Now, just to give you a bit of an example, one of my clients does 60, uh, 67,000 steps a day. That's, that's a ridiculous amount of steps, 67,000, right? He's, he does hiking, he's a hiker. Um, so he could comfortably put, yeah, I'm fairly active. But then you average Joe around the corner, if they do anything above 10K steps or if they do 10K steps, 
they will think that they are very active. I'm not saying they're not, but you can see how we're on opposite end of the spectrum here. Someone could train twice a week and think they're active. My fitness pal doesn't know the difference. It's not intricate enough. It's just it's just so generic. So this is why I really don't like the app. And most experienced coaches will say the same thing as well. Now, going back to the type of people that pawn it off onto their clients. Firstly, ask them if ask that coach or ask your coach if they're qualified in nutrition. And I don't mean the crappy free nutrition course you get with your PT qualification that everyone and his dog's got now. Um, and that's that's even if they are qualified. Most coaches aren't even qualified now. They do a prep or they do a photo shoot or they own a pair of Gymshark leggings and they think that they're qualified to be a coach or they've got a fairly decent following. Um, again, it doesn't apply for everyone, but it applies to a shit ton, especially with the lockdown. Um, but yeah, ask them if they're qualified in nutrition. Ask them if they're, if they're qualified in general, if they're insured, if they're experienced, if they're, you know, if they're educated. And a lot of them won't be a lot of them won't be able to give you a genuine answer to that um so anyway back to the back to the topic a lot of people will say my fitness pal gives me the flexibility therefore i'm happy and that's someone basic looking at the short-term goal take it from a coach who's had hundreds of clients literally hundreds of transformations and and 400 plus in in like waiting we get to see feedback after feedback and the amount of data we get from people, from individuals, different genders, different ages, different circumstances, different lifestyles, different issues, different, you know, whatever, the amount of feedback we get and the amount of data we get is unreal. And that data is, is our knowledge. It, what's, it makes us smarter end of the day. You know, there's only so much you can learn from a generic book and audio books and, and all the rest of it. You know, you learn from people. Um, so the amount of knowledge that we get from clients is is just it's it's unreal. Now, this includes pre-applications of people. We get pretty deep with clients. It's not just a training plan. It's not just a diet plan. We we want to know people's whys, not their wants. So when people talk about flexibility and the fact that they think that that flexibility makes them happy, on the surface, that's what it seems like. Yep, they can have a bit of cake every day and they can have a few biscuits every day and they can have a few drinks here and there but in reality when you dig in deeper these people are very insecure and all they're doing is masking their insecurity by not actually committing to their goal if they have a goal they should commit to it that commitment to the goal will give them that that goal and that will that will make them happy reaching their goal where in reality they have a they, they have some form of goal they probably don't even have that much clarity on what they want they have a like a skewed version or a journey of how to get there, and then they they just put these obstacles in the way, and they think the short term happiness of this flexibility here and there will make them happy. And in reality, these are genuinely the more insecure people that we get or speak to. What they show on the surface is different to how they feel deep down. These are the people that will, you know, they'll call you boring for for not drinking or tell you to have a bite of this and have a bite of that you know they're the ones that probably seem the most confident and happiest on the face of it but they're usually the the saddest ones inside because they are very far from their own personal goals you know whether it's a case of self self sabotage or whether they're sabotaging you whether they don't want you to to reach your goals it's a, typically the same type of person who is just masking something you know the same ones that wear a cer certain clothes or use the filters or stand in a certain position or put the handbag in a certain place to hide certain angles, all the filters, even editing pictures. We know a lot of people who do that. 
these are the ones who claim, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm happy, I'm, I'm being flexible, yet they have to mask who they are. They're not even the same person anymore. It's, it's just a fad. Now, I know that sounds harsh, but, but it's true. Um, and m most of the people that, that message for help are these types of people at some point. So don't be sucked into what you hear or what you see on the surface. Like, don't look at it from a, um, a basic bitch point of view. Look at it, look at it deep, deep down. And then you'll actually see what people want. If someone has a goal, they can get it. If they want to lose body fat, if they want to be lean, if they want to be bikini ready, if they want a six pack, if they want to step on stage, if they want to do a photo shoot, if that is your goal, your, your journey, your steps have to, have to align, you know, what you do day to day has to align with that. Don't mask it and, and, you know, cover it up with something and just say, right, well, it's fine. Um, you know, I want the flexibility that's going to make me happier instead because it pulls you further away from your goals. Therefore, that results in you being actually unhappier than where you started in the first place. So back to, back to why trainers use it. So apart from a very, very, very small percent, it's simple, right? It's simple to use. It takes twenty percent. Uh, it takes twenty seconds to do. It's minimal work from a coach. Literally takes twenty seconds on my fitness pal. You just give them the number. You send them a generic PDF. We see this from coaches all the time. They've got the same PDF on how to use my fitness pal. They send it around. The same type of coaches who have these white label uh, recipe books that you can find online. You know, all they do is just bang your bang your logo on it. They haven't made it. It's not even specific to your macros. If you're going to teach someone how to use my fitness pal and, and track calories, at least give them re a recipe book that's tailored for their weights, for their allowance, for their for their macros and calories. It's just a generic book that has their logo banged on it. You know, so even that doesn't make any sense. Now, um, look, you, you don't get you don't get accountability with with my fitness pal and the coaches that use them. Like, there's no knowledge there. Take a look at like said clients. Where's the credibility? You know, look at their brand. Look at them. Do they have any results? Do they show any genuine results? Are they the same ones who put these crappy, you know, graphics up or use all these white white label graphics? You know, like I said, these, these generic recipe books. Or do they are they the same people that put pictures up about themselves all the time, or like their shitty CrossFit wads or pictures of them posing in leggings? or pictures of their abs out all the time yeah don't get me wrong some of these people are in, in great shape yeah some of these people have good lifts but you're a coach you're not trying to stroke your own ego you're supposed to be helping people where what are you giving of value to people nothing you have nothing to give you have nothing to show again i know it's harsh but it's the truth it's the same type of people the same type of coaches who are stuck on the gym floor doing basic sessions with the same people over and over again telling them to eat what they want you know it's fine they're so scared of losing clients or lo losing their income that they'll act as your friend. They won't tell you what needs to be told. They won't give you the harsh truths. They will not educate you and, and tell you what you need to be told to, to get you where you want to be. You know, it's the same type of coaches that are doing the, nothing against it, by the way, but they're the ones who work in the gyms unpaid. They're cleaning treadmills. You know, they're, they're, they're representing someone else's name, someone else's brand. And the downside with this, you know, because we know a lot of coaches with other jobs as well. The downside with this is their time and their effort and, and like their dedication, excuse the pun, is not directly focused on their clients. It's not directly focused on you guys. You know, that's why they have to use MyFitnessPal. That's why they go the simple way out. That's why they have to use an inferior basic bitch product. They don't have time to give you the actual service. 
you know, these are the same types of people who just want to make a name for themselves. They don't want to actually help people. So, you know, it's, are you paying for a friend? Are you paying for, for results? What, what are you paying for? End of the day, most people, as far as we know, with our, with our clients, people are paying for that direction. They're paying for that education. They're paying for that accountability, that expertise. They're paying for the result. And unfortunately, my fitness pal and the type of people who, who pawn it off onto clients, it's just not gonna it's just not gonna get into where they wanna be. Yeah, you might get a little bit of progression, but it is not gonna be the most optimal way by far. Now, on the flip side, where do the elite stand out? As cocky as it sounds, it's the case. They do all the work from scratch, right? We pre-weight everything to the ground. We give plenty of choices, we limit the parameters. We, we give knowledge along with the why we're eating certain things, when we eat certain things. We know which food types are superior for different times of the day based on that person, based on their requirements, based on, I know my client cycles. I know each individual client's cycles, their cycle frequency, their cycle symptoms, the severity of their symptoms. Um, I know what certain foods make clients bloated, gassy, give them the shits, give, you know, get them constipated, as weird as it sounds. My fitness pal and a basic ass coach isn't going to do this. Right? And we, we do know some good coaches out there. We, you know, there are good coaches out there that go in depth with things like this. But all these things, all these things that can relate to digestion, types of food that's going in your body has to be, has to be known. Right? And it has to be done by some more of experience. So, Going back to what we were saying, you know, we know which people need certain types of food and when and, and the most optimal foods to eat. You know, a lot of people forget that who use my fitness pal. A calorie is a calorie, but not all calories are utilized the same. Same for macros as well. Carbs, not all carbs are the same. Just because you've got a number, you can't just switch A and B and make it work. For most people, most people don't know what the glycemic index, in, index is, but it, it does, it comes down to the rate that the sugar enters the body from certain foods and certain carb sources are higher on the GI uh, index, some are lower. So again, my fitness pal doesn't teach this, it doesn't teach you what type of carbs to eat and what, you know, what times in the day. Now don't forget, we, we still enjoy our lives, you know, it might sound like things are very structured, but things are may seem structured to the undisciplined and unmotivated. But in reality, when people see that structure, what it is to us is our lifestyle. It's no effort. It is effortless. The same effort is for, you know, waking up and brushing your teeth in the morning. That's that's the same amount of effort as it is for us to live our lives, to get the results that we get. We have to work to get to that position where we go on autopilot, where we can save mental bandwidth for this. We don't want to be fanning about scanning barcodes and thinking we're making really good progression on my fitness pal we just want it done and we want to get it done we want the result we enjoy our lives just as much as, as most people you know we that includes the events that includes the breaks and there's a reason why our clients are as strong as they are as healthy as they are as lean as they are as knowledgeable as they are you know it's we get what we want to get whilst enjoying our lives um and on a quick side note I don't want to say my fitness pal doesn't give any result because it will give some form of result. Calorie deficit is a calorie deficit end of the day, but even then, and we will save this for another day, you can be too aggressive with your calorie deficit. You can lose muscle tissue and go catabolic. Yeah, you'd lose weight, but you'd be losing muscle tissue and you could actually be in a worse off position than if you were to do it right the first way. So it's not always the case. 
But like I said, for most people, for 99% of people or 99.9% of people, it, it's never going to work as a, for an optimal point of view. Um, now, there is a very, very, very small percent that can use MyFitnessPal. Uh, there is a very small percent that can still get fairly good results. Um, but even then, the food choices that a GenPop client will make will never be optimal for the goal if they've got a strict goal in place that is um so you've got to, you got to ask yourself what is your goal do you just want to eat what you want to eat and in and and in air quotes enjoy life then by all means go eat your cake every day go eat your, your your burgers every day go eat your ice cream every day don't moan about the way you look and your health and the fact that you've you know you're not seeing your dick in like four years because your belly's hanging over it or you know that you get out of breath going up the stairs uh, it might sound a bit harsh but you know, these things happen at the end of the day. If you allow that to become your lifestyle, people call it if it fits your macros. But in reality, it's if it fits your mouth. Like people just eat whatever they can eat as long as it fits in within that number. And it's just, it is detrimental. It really winds us up when we see people doing this because end of the day, we're in this game to help people. And it's annoying when we see people mugging clients off. We see them in the. We see them all the time in gyms as well. We train in a few commercial gyms from time to time. We see, see the same thing with PTs. We see it online. It's generic. Half the time, they don't even care about their clients. They don't even want to help their clients. Um, that being said, do know a select few, and we do see a select few of people that are probably just new to the game or are new to the game, and they do want to help people. Um, maybe they go about it the wrong way sometimes, or the more inferior way. But a lot of these people do reach out and ask questions, which we don't mind helping. Like, you know, end of the day, if you're open to give a better service and, and be a better coach for your clients, then fuck yeah, we, we will help if, you know, if we can help. So we always appreciate them, like people asking. Luckily, we've had it for a long time. We get a lot of PTs and a lot of coaches asking tips, advice, you know, how, how we've got to where we are, what we do, how we do it. Um, obviously, we don't give everything away, but you know, happy to happy to help, especially for those who actually want to level up, um, and you know, do better for their clients. So, um, I know this one has been a bit blunt and a bit black and white, and we've probably laid into quite a few people. But end of the day, look, we don't sugarcoat things. We don't need to. Not even saying this to try and get more clients. Our waiting list is literally. Let's take a look. Four hundred and forty-nine people. So um, someone wants to run it off to a 450, be my guest. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not for our benefit end of the day. Um, look, results and experience talk is as simple as that. Hopefully this has shaken a few bunches. Actually, I hope, it, I hope it has. I hope it's pissed a few people off. I hope it's made people question their service and, and given them a bit of a kick up the ass to do better and, and to give their clients better. And from a client's point of view, other clients, know question question your coach question your pt ask them why you're not getting a, a good enough service you know don't settle for that 0.1 pound a kilo of fat loss um you know a week without any visual progression like you do not know the limit of your progression until you're pushed right people are happy or people may think they're happy with that little bit of progression that they see but imagine what they could do with the right experience and the right direction and the right accountability that would be that would be a crumb compared to what they can what they could actually get but you know each to their own um but end of the day like the way i see it clients deserve better so give them better 
you know, they are your priority, their goals are your priority, not their money or not your likes on social media or, you know, if you're going to get into this game, you essentially have some control over their life. People ask why we work till two in the morning and why we start work at five in the morning. It's because we have that many clients, they come first, their lives are, are, are our priority, as simple as that. You know, we give up a lot in our lives for our clients because we go this in depth with them. Like everything we need to know, we know. They come first, their goals come first. And I'm not saying other people aren't like that because I do know a few, a handful of coaches that are like that. But if you're not, then you're not giving your client the best the best that they can get. You're not helping them achieve what what they want, um, you know, at that optimal level. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, so as always, I'm sure there'll be a few questions. I'm sure there'll be a few people messaging after this. Um, apologies for ranting on a little bit, but it's just been one I've been looking forward to for a while. Um, out of all of them, actually, I think this has been the most I've been looking forward to uh, a podcast. Um, it's, it's a big thing for me, like personally, it's a big thing. I hate seeing people get mugged off, uh, especially in this in this environment, in something that we legitly do right and we do it the right way, um, along with a few other people as well. Uh, but as always, I appreciate everyone for listening, the questions that are coming in, um, even though I did have to record this one again from scratch. Um, next week, we'll be talking about uh, sleep and not on a basic level, but how important sleep is and how sometimes sleep can actually be more beneficial than a training session. Um, I know a lot of people are you know, all or nothing when it comes to training. They think that's the best way of progressing, but you'd be surprised. Um, so obviously in the lead up to that, if anyone's got any like issues with it, if anyone's got any questions you know, about their sleep, uh, about rest, recovery, fire them all over. Obviously we've got something that we're going to work with anyway, but the more information you guys want, we'll cram it into the podcast, providing you want them a little bit longer um, and we'll, we'll get it out next week. Um, so on that note, we'll catch you guys next week and thanks for listening.